Salutations, my friends. Thank you for tuning in. That's right. A whole new show brought to you by On The Wake Up Radio, titled Fellowship and Freedom. And thank you for tuning in to another edition of Fellowship and Freedom, brought to you by the good folks over there at On the Wake Up Radio. Here, I, I, I want to try something cool. Let me see if I can do it. I was listening to a lot of Coast to Coast this weekend. Good morning, good evening, wherever you may be, because my name's not George Norrie, it's like EJ. I had to come up with like a cooler other thing to say, but George Norrie would say, good morning, good evening, wherever you may be, I'm George Norrie, and you're tuning in to Coast to Coast. Uh, and that's why it's cool to have an original intro because people get used to that. Yeah. Um, and I definitely did not mean to go off on that side tangent, but thank you gang for being here. Uh, you may have noticed that we're doing a lot of different work in a lot of different places, uh, doing a lot of different things that not only freak me out, uh, but is also, I guess, kind of slowly waking up other people to everything else that's going on. Um, you know, <laughs> I'll put it to you guys simply. We were going to have on some of the people uh, that came down to the border with us uh, to give you guys essentially like a breakdown of what actually happened over this past weekend, uh, what we discussed, what's going to be lined up, and basically where, we, where we're going to be going from here. Initially, I had gone down to the border to, to essentially just get footage that you wouldn't see on MSNBC, Fox, CNN, uh, and all these other mainstream media outlets. And in doing so, apparently I sent out a call to the universe to where I got more than I bargained for. I started finding people that are part of the resettlement process, the transportation process, uh, part of people that were helping really helping migrate these people from Guatemala, Ecuador, uh, Sudan, Iran, you name it, from all over the world, coming here to beautiful, beautiful New Mexico uh, to, to essentially get dispersed around the entire country. So we're going to be speaking on this. I'm curious. I'm like, how is this going on in our country? Because this is, this is a massive operation. It's got to be paid for. Who are these sponsors? How do you become a sponsor? What the heck is going on? So in my quest of trying to figure out what's happening at our border, what this means in relation to things like Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, Agenda 2050, the multicultural agenda, uh, the North American Union, New World Order, and how it all pertains to things such as Jade Helm 15, UX 16, uh, social social disintegration, civil unrest, and so much more. And this is these these, these people don't think about these things crazy because I'm back crazy and because I'm back crazy and I'll actually think about it. I'll talk to you about it and we'll get into this because we need to. This is a multi generational issue that's not going to affect not only our tax paying dollars but your child's tax paying dollars and possibly even your child the, your, your your child's child uh, tax paying dollars if they even have tax at that point if they're even, you know, doing anything for the country. And I say all this because people aren't putting it into context. Um, you know, we have a lot of stuff going on within the American politics where people think that uh, because you're a minority, you're supposed to be uh, a certain political party. You're supposed to vote Democrat, right? I forget which particular president it was. Uh, and you guys are going to have to forgive me for what I'm about to say, but they said they're going to have niggers vote, vote in Democrat for about 50 years or 100 years. 
don't know how I don't know which president that was, but they had that means they had a plan at least fifty years back to where they had had chosen to indenture minorities and have them vote a certain way. Africans, African Americans, Mexican Americans, Asian Americans, Indian Americans, not, not Asian Americans because they've always been uh, conservative and more right leaning. What's happening now is the minorities are waking up from that coma induced by this social engineering. And because this is happening, well, the controlling elite, the oligarchs, they have to get other people involved. They have to have other people that they can, you know, suck off of, other people that are suckers. Because what's happening now is people are voting with their dollars. They're voting with their, do- with their lifestyle. They're divesting their dollars from places like Wells Fargo. Uh, they're not letting drugs run their life. You see, that's why this thing with, with Nipsey Hussle's funeral, Rest in Peace King, is so important. Is because you have Bloods, Crips, Latin Kings, and all kinds of other gangs out there saying, we need to stop this. It's not us. We need to stop killing each other. You're right. What a, what a, what a monumental idea. What a profound idea for us to stop killing each other. Yet yeah, we're just now coming out of that haze. And so as all of the culture, the American culture, is coming out from this socially engineered haze, they have to come up with a whole new program. They have to have a whole new group of suckers. And how are they going to do that? Well, I'll tell you how. They're going to have all kinds of different people that don't know the history of these types of uh, working mechanisms within the political structure. Here, you're going to have people who don't care about conspiracies, don't care about politics, don't care about history or legacy. They don't, they, they, they're just trying to get by. And you can't hate these people. Okay. That's a, that's a major thing that I, I, I really got down into discussing. I can't hate these people. They want to come here. They want to live a better life, and this is what was promised to them. can't hate these people. I can hate uh, the weaponized ignorance of them, but I can't hate these people for trying to come here and have a, perfect, have a better life. I think a lot of people uh, that weren't forcibly dragged here through slavery, the people that actually chose here, came with that intention to have the American dream, to build something better, not only for themselves, for their kids. So how has that happened? That we've entered a time to where if you want to secure a little bit, have a little nest egg, a little golden egg for yourself that you take care of, you know, hand down to your kids, they hand it down to their kids. How has that become chastised? Well, you guys may have paid attention to some of the previous episodes that we did where we've talked about how the most dangerous religion is statism. The most dangerous religion, the most dangerous ideology is blind authoritarianism. Essentially what you see happening in China. And whenever you essentially refuse to think for yourself and you have other entities and other arms of this controlling mechanism think for you, well, you're a slave. And these people who are being shepherded here in, in, into America and throughout America, they're being given everything. So there's no way they would bite the hand that would feed them. We'll get into more of this. We will get into more of this throughout the entirety of the broadcast. I think I just wanted to preface that for you guys because there's a lot of work being done uh, politically, spiritually, economically, and just on a whole lot of levels that a lot of people don't take the time to to look at. And apparently, we might be apparently we're we're tuned into something pretty important over here. You guys are. I don't know if I am. You guys are, and that's the beautiful part is we're all coming together to try to build this powerful thing. And it's making an effect. You know, uh, I should have sent you some of the songs that we had. I, I should have sent you some of the, the old songs I did, Ra. I think I might do that. I'm going to send you some of the old tracks I have and some of the old 
uh, songs I've done because I constantly refer to them, but people hardly ever hear them on the show. And I say that because uh, I have a song that I wrote in like 2014, still relevant today. And I'm going to just you know spit off some of the bars I wrote real quick because this shows you guys that even at that age, five years ago, I'm still trying to figure out what the heck's going on. Um, and so this is all off the dome, so just, you know, hear me out real quick. It's like, my psychology is the epitome of standing the tyranny we face daily. Inherently, I'm apparently daring in these deeds, but all I want to do is be free. I see all this greed and the green and think that we're so for cheap. The mark of the beast is all we perceive. Adopting negativity to fit in society we now hate entirely. And there's some other parts in there, too, that I can't say because they got swear words and, you know, hip-hop and stuff. Uh, but what I'm trying to say, generally, guys, is that this is what happens when you do the work. This is what happens when you step into what is going on. You might have an idea because you see it through a screen and you, and you read somebody else's statement and you might do it, blah, 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 blah. Sure, I hear that. The minute you step into this field of work and actually practice these things, live by these, these, these teachings, live by a certain principles, a whole new world opens up for you opportunities out the yin yang because you've either a fixed your mindset to see how much opportunity and glory there is in everything that you can do or b people can see the glory and the beauty in what you're doing and they want to help and they want to see you succeed i'll tell you guys this and we'll take a break we'll come back and i'll try to be more normal before we get into all this stuff you're not tuned in to here I, I guess you are tuned in to hear about you know what's going on on the border and some of the news and stuff, but you're also essentially tuned in to hear about this thing called hope. Because despite how how crazy stuff is, I have that indomitable spirit that I swear I'm trying to I'm trying to share with everyone to get us to where we need to go to. And you can't you can't hear that spirit, you can't hear that sound, that frequency, that blessing that you're given if it's if it's numb, if it's been smothered, if it's been turned off. If you've chosen throughout your entire life to ignore it. And I think the beautiful thing about what you guys are seeing these days is you're seeing me share these keys and these secrets with you while simultaneously interfusing the news, the politics, the investigations, the research, and so much more. And all I'm really telling you is you're just as beautiful as everything you're hearing here. You're, you're capable of creating change on levels you can't even comprehend. My name and the podcast's name, our audience, our everything we're doing is in rooms that we haven't even entered in yet. It's a crazy thing for me to think about because, you know, I, I, I consider myself just a little, little bit of a researcher. But I suppose that's what happens when you step into this. You, you, you step into that activism. I guess I, I've done activism before. This is, this is all just different. And that's essentially what I'm trying to tell you guys. What we've been thrown is what we have to deal with, which means we have to approach it in a completely different manner than what we, what, what we arrived with. And that's all we're doing. I'm all fired up. I'm all fired up as always. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'll get into some of the news, uh, some of the discussions that I had with some of the members within the resettlement process and more, some of the other strange things that are going on in our world, in our time frame, uh, and so much more. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction on Fellowship of Freedom, and we'll be right back right after this.
Salutations, my friends. I'm here to talk to you about, that's right, CBD oil. CBD oil can reduce the risk of relapse among alcohol and cocaine addicts, and you know they're trying to flood us with both. According to a 2013 study published in the British Journal of Clinical Pharmacology, CBD was proven to have these benefits, relieving pain and inflammation, having antipsychotic effects, reducing anxiety, helping to fight cancer, relieving nausea, treating seizures, lowering incidences of diabetes, and also promoting cardiovascular health. Realize that in 2014, Purdue Pharma received FDA approval for an opioid drug that claimed to help curb the opioid addiction. This will actually help you curb your usage of opioids as well as your reliance upon them. And remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Always lies and share truth. Zero, Freedom Faction, out. Oh, hey. Salutations, people. That's right. I didn't scare you off. Sometimes people say when I start yelling or... People say when I start talking about freedom, liberty, America, and the future, I start yelling. And so I tell them, oh, I'm sorry, and I just get fired up. You know, we're, we're talking about that stuff, so obviously I get excited. Uh, so I'm glad I didn't scare you away. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Fellowship of Freedom, brought to you by those beautiful people over there at On the Wake Up Radio. Now, let me let me say this before I go off on my tangent, as I typically do. Um. I really do want to give like a hardcore shout out to Cindy Ashby, our producer, because you know, we because we're 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 going to begin working more with the on the wake up radio team. Um, I'm not sure if this is something that's publicly out there. This is something that was shared with me, but we're going to be gradually turning into a 24 hour radio station, and so we have to figure out a lot of different back end stuff uh, to provide that for people while still putting out the content that you guys expect weekly. Now, my show is bi-weekly Sunday. Bi-weekly, every, every other Sunday, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, which means that there's got to be another show that fills that slot. And eventually what I'm going to start doing is coming up with, 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 uh, coming up with the first wave of people who have flagship shows. And I guess to just kind of put a pin in this to say, give that shout out to Cindy. I understand how much work goes into this, and I'm just extraordinarily grateful uh, to be a part of the team and to be able to contribute. Now, Ra, our amazing engineer, that takes us in between the breaks, plays that sweet music you're hearing in the background, he might as well be a, like a perma guest, bro, because he's like, <laughs> I, I, I'll be having some, I'll be having deeper conversations with Ra sometimes than I do with the guests, and it's like within 15, it's, it's within like five minutes. You got to understand. There's a lot of creative energy that go in that goes in to what you're hearing. The very fact that you're listening to me right now came from vector points of other people who were trying to figure out how to work that creative energy to create a platform to get this out there. Okay, and I I, I think a lot of people take that for granted because you know people tune in, but they don't understand the amount of work that goes into this. Um, and that's a very, very powerful thing. And I wanted to start the segment off because over the past few weeks, I've been having a lot of talks with a lot of people and the growth and just all of it. And I'm so humbled and honored to be here, you know, as it takes place and to be able to influence it. You're involved in people's lives. You're helping them. Uh, and this is a thing that I discovered when I went down to the border is that a lot of people, a lot of people want to help. A lot of people want to do things, but they don't know how to. And they'd also don't know what to care about. I can't blame people because they don't care. 
because they also don't know how to care. And I'm, I'm quickly learning that that's a very real statement, and I want you guys to meditate on that. You can't hate people because they don't know, because truly they don't even know how to know. you got to think. There's probably about 80% of the population that's like brain dead and in that sheep state of mind. They just want to go along to get along, and that's okay. I envy them. I truly do. I truly wish I could look forward to Sunday to where I could have Game of Thrones, popcorn, movies, uh, good times. I wish I could look forward to that. I look forward to hanging out with you good folks, compiling all this information and being able to talk to you directly. I look forward to that. I don't look forward to being able to take a break, to being able to slow down. I look forward to doing the work and putting out what is necessary to get us to where we need to go. And I learned that this is my life now. I'm telling you guys that I transitioned essentially from like a hip-hop artist, EDM artist, into hardcore, crazy podcaster, activist, researcher guy, EJ, within five and another, we're going to be in another five years. Well, I'll tell you this, we'll be closer to 2030, and Agenda 21 will already be in full effect. You can thank Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez for the, for the Green New Deal. Now you see New York adopting their own version of the Green New Deal. Where will we be in five years? What are you doing now? to secure that better future for the oncoming generations. What are you building to hand down? So when we're talking about the creative energy, when we're talking about doing this type of work, stepping into who is required of you for the future, all of this ties into it. I think it's my obligation to be batched crazy and to tell you guys this stuff so you understand that this isn't, I'm not some spiritual guru over here with like uncombed hair living in like, some ashram in India and not, you know, bathing for several months. No. I'm this black dude out here in New Mexico telling you, hey, look, there's some stuff going on on the physical on the physical realm, on the emotional realm, on the technological realm, on the spiritual realm, and on realms that we can't even comprehend. And if you just step into any one of those realms, you'll begin to understand and comprehend every other aspect of these different realms and be able to inter- inter- interweave them into what you do. And that's all you guys are seeing right now. Um, recently, we had, yeah, I'm, I'm really trying to get to the border stuff, but I think I just got to get like all this stuff out of me first. Uh, recently, we had Earth Day pass by, and I had talked about that in this week's podcast episode, uh, how we're essentially worshiping the Earth, how we're worshiping creation and not the creator. My whole viewpoint comes from that, dude, is understanding, that that, understanding the two, understanding Father Sky and Mother Earth and how they came together to make beautiful you, and how we are the stewards and the gardeners of this planet, of this time frame. But but people just don't care. They don't. They're desensitized. They're they're, They're distracted. They're removed. They're disenfranchised. And that was done on purpose uh, for for people that tune in specifically to Fellowship and Freedom. Just last uh, just last episode, we had on Rob of Truth and Vibration, and in that episode, we had such a fantastic discussion about the power of quantum computers, AI, and D-wave computers, and how many different formulas and simulations they have to run to calculate the power of just your one choice. This was all done on design, all done on purpose, you see. We've moved into a time period now to where there's, I hate to say it, because it's not that black and white, there's all kinds of other gray areas, there's two types of things going on right now. You have consumers and you have creators. The consumers are the people scrolling through their phones looking for squat to do. The creators are giving the consumers something to do. 
Where will you be in five years if you do not start creating, if you do not start manifesting, if you do not start working? You could talk all day. I could talk all day. I have a show to talk all day. But I don't want to talk all day because it's not about the talk. It's about the work. It's about how you're doing things to create that better tomorrow. And whenever I'm going down there to the bar, down there to the border, it's because I don't want to sit up over here and politic and go Illuminati conspiratorial crazy with you folks. I want us to have a, a in-depth, comprehensive discussion that's not about the politics, but about the long-term ramifications of all this stuff. That's what I'm saying. We need to get down to brass tacks. They have essentially indentured black America for 50-plus years, got us stuck on drugs, crack, cocaine, heroin, meth, you name it. Now they're, they're polluting the entire country with fentanyl, oxycotton, uh, 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 what's it called? What is that? Percocet, all kinds of other pharmaceuticals, and it's killing you. They trial ran it on African-Americans here in America. They're running the full agenda now. So what I'm telling you, all of this stuff, I'm trying to tell you, we have moved into a different age. You are a different, you are a different version of you simply because you have the awareness of this knowledge, the awareness of yourself, the power to choose, that, you, that we cannot keep choosing to do, uh, to, 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 to do the work that disadvantages ourselves. We cannot, keep, uh, we cannot keep disenfranchising ourselves. And I say that because people are looking to me like I got the answers. I, I don't have anything for you other than what you got. What are we doing? I got this thing I'm, I'm doing over here, and, it, and I'm going to do more. But this is what I can do right now. What are you doing? Don't look to me for answers. We have the answers, and that's why you'll find it in the work. Currently right now, I feel like I'm being forged in the flames of adversity. And I think everyone can see that. I, I, I had said how all April I have scared myself into where I am today. I kept coming up with excuses. Oh, take a break next or take a break this week. You can go do this next week. Tomorrow's never promised. Tomorrow is never promised. I've, I've lost so many people in this year that it, 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 it's just fired me up and something's happened to me to where I've, I've changed. I've grown, I've leveled up and you are, you all need to understand this, but you can only level up going through that adversity, getting those, insert MMORPG experience, those experience points, you can only get that by fighting and slaying and conquering and dying and losing and, and, and putting yourself on top. You can only do that when you are being forged in those fires of adversity. And my friends, ladies and gentlemen, that's where we're at. That is where we are at. I tell you all, I tell people this privately all the time. You better go ahead and start being American while you can. You better go ahead and try to be as American as you can for as long as you can. Because this, this good thing that we got right here is going out the window, I'm telling you, and you can see it. You can see it. Two, three years, or two, three generations, those democratic socialists, they'll just come right out and tell you, we're communists, we're full-blown communists. Full-blown. And so what I'm telling you, what are the long-term ramifications of having, let's say, oh, I don't know, what did, because I got two pieces of notes right here, Border Patrol is saying that they are catching around 3,000 a day and that they're releasing around 300. This was given to me by a former heavyweight boxer 
who's down there uh, in El, uh, what is it, El Paso, yeah, and then someone who is actually part of the resettlement process. He's saying that they're you know that oh no, no that was that was the other person. Sorry, wrong note. Can I get a third piece of paper out over here? Uh, the other person I had talked to said that she was transporting people off of like a 30 to 40 hour volunteer work week. She, within that time period, was processing 300 people. This is happening now. Okay, we can't we can't back down from it. You got to look at it because this is going to take this is going to dictate your education. This is going to dictate your income, your your quality of living, your standards, all of it, all of it. Okay. So when I tell you it's multi-generational, you're seeing what your children will have to deal with. And that's why I'm like, I don't hate these people. I hate how it's being weaponized. So we need to expose how this is an organized agenda and not – you have mainstream media saying that it's like a, uh, a, created, cri- a, a, a created crisis. It's not, it's not a created crisis. It's actually a very organized business. And I use the word business because, yes, yeah, slavery might have ended – what is human trafficking now? What is child sex trafficking? Uh, a few weeks ago, I didn't. I, I I had talked about it on the on the main transmission about how uh, child brides are being sold on Facebook. That's right. When you're selling that old furniture, you might be able to buy a child bride on Facebook. So yeah, slavery might have ended. But people are still in chains. And if we don't, if there is no justice for anyone, there's no justice for anyone at all. And that's why we have to expose all of this stuff. So let me get back to this, this, this immigration, what's going on at the border, my investigation and some of the some of the information uh, that I that I had uncovered and some of what we're going to be doing in the future to essentially get more information. It's going to be hard for me because I just kind of fly off the handle and say all this stuff. But essentially, we're going to be doing opposition research. If people are familiar as to what that is, I'll just tell you what it is. It's going undercover. Okay, it's going undercover, working with uh, working with these operations that are conducting these types of things, and then trying to figure out all of this information that I have right now for you guys and, and compiling it. We're, we're we're going to be doing a lot more investigative investigatory research, investigatory activism, and more. And I say that because all of this literally transpired. From us going down there, and people just started giving us the information. Even before leaving down there, I, I, I had met people who were telling me that the uh, city of Albuquerque is involved, the city of Rio Rancho is involved, this mayor knows, this town knows, these people know, here's where they're taking them, here's where, here's where they're being processed, here's where they're being given this, here's where they're being given that, then they're given plane tickets, they stay in a motel for a night or two. They have kids. Uh, we feed them. We clothe them. They shower. It's all great. And then we ship them out. I'm like, this is this seems pretty well organized, my friend. He's like, you wouldn't like you like you wouldn't believe, like you wouldn't believe, these people are able to uh, get flown in, wave through TSA. Law enforcement knows they get picked up, taken to these centers, given everything that they need. They t- they get taken to the hot to the to 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 a hotel motel for a night or two. Uh, they have their documents on them. They have their ankle bracelets because, you know, as I said before, they're catching 3,000 and then releasing 300 of them. But the ones I'm talking about specifically, these are the ones that have been targeted. These are the people that have sponsors that are usually family members, volunteers, 
uh, and they didn't tell me, and I might have to do more research on this myself, they didn't tell me how you become a sponsor uh, and what happens to the people who don't have sponsors. I think these are the people that actually get released. Uh, and this is, it, it blows my mind. I'm not going to lie to you. It blows my mind. Uh, and it is some of the usual suspects. It is some of the usual suspects. I'll give you uh, the, the, everybody knows Antifa. You know George Soros. What if I literally could tell you that, like, no, dude, like, like George Soros and his organizations that he's pumping money to for social justice activism, they are actually active and working here in New Mexico. And as they said, because I'm going to just... I'm just going to go ahead and read from this note right here. They said that they need uh, volunteer assistance, volunteer assistance, and that they have a large need for distribution, and that they have they also have medical door to door medical assistance, this door to door, because they have to check some of these children. Some of the disturbing details I found out in relation to that is that you know these 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 girls that are coming across the border, they're being given prophylactics and birth control. Because you know they're, they're being raped, and this is it. It it weighs on my heart even to say that because I don't, I, I don't even know what to say after that. If you want the truth, as I said before, you know, slavery might have ended, but what is human trafficking? Are these little girls the ones, the child brides that you can buy on Facebook? You see, I'm out here in New Mexico, and. You know, I've, I know some good people. I know some bad people. I just know people. One of the people I know happens to be a good guy. I knew him since high school. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to tell you like this. At 15, you're just trying to make third period class, right? You're just trying to maybe score with a cheerleader, uh, not get caught by the principal or by other teachers doing stuff that you want to do. At 15, you shouldn't be driving uh, to open parts of the desert to sit down with grown men uh, on how they can on how they can smuggle you across the border so you can drive a truck full, a truck full of people, a semi full of people uh, across the border because you look more Mexican American than Mexican. This is my friend. So at 15, I'm hanging out with this guy. He says, "DJ, you know, come with me because these people—they're pretty—they're pretty serious about some stuff, and I want you to see this." So I go with them, and you know, we go out there into the desert. We sit down with these people. They're all upset because I'm black. They call me a fucking mayate, uh, and I'm just like, "Word, whatever, I don't care." But he gets—he gets the offer at 15, still trying to just graduate high school. Hey, look, we need you to drive a truck you do that no I don't want to do that and you can't really say no to the cartel uh, and so some other stuff happened <laughs> Jesus Christ some other stuff happened and and <laughs> God, good Lord some other stuff happened and here we are I'm just gonna fast forward to where we are now uh, I better put a bow on that because this, this man deserves it you know he got away from all that all that all that stuff he got away from it ended up marrying a doctor has a beautiful daughter and i'm so proud of him because he went from being the man that took care of his family having to do all this grimy stuff 
to being the man with a beautiful family that he's so proud of. And so I'm just, I have to say that to put a bow on that story because yeah, this, this, this person I went through so much stuff with to where we first started experiencing all this stuff to see him grow is a, is a beautiful thing. Uh, but at 15, right? You don't, you're not thinking about child sex brides. You're not thinking about any child sex brides. You're not thinking about any of this type of stuff. You're just trying to get to class. And so you think there's nothing to that. Just leave it alone. Here I am fast forward 12 years later, 27. And I'm literally going down to the border, seeing people get trafficked. Literally talking to people who have been victims of human trafficking, and I'm and 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 it's kind of one of those things where you can only put off the truth for so long until you have to stare it in the face. So when I'm driving around Albuquerque doing whatever I'm doing, and I see stop human tra- stop child trafficking on the bus, yeah, that's more real to me now. That's that's way more real to me now. When we have Dr. John A. King on talking about how he's stopping human trafficking efforts. And how pedophiles are doing all this type of stuff as well, and I and I and I really do wish people would go back and listen to that episode where I asked him, John, when you're walking into these dens, these nests, these pit of vipers, these pedophiles, are you seeing any occult, esoteric, satanic symbols? Yes, we are, EJ. Thank you, John, because that's all I need to know that this is a spirit of evil working through these people. So when we're talking about this, we're shining a light on wicked, wicked, evil stuff, dude. And, I, and I, it, it worries me because now we're talking about the cartel. This is someone else's livelihood that we're talking about exposing. Good Lord. I have to go. I might go to this. There's a resolution happening here in New Mexico. Um, they said that they wanted to give $250,000 to migrant humanitarian research, uh, resolution and $250,000 doesn't seem like a lot whenever we're being told that it's it costs around $1,000 to $70,000 per migrant. That's not going to be enough. And on top of that, there's there's just so many more uh, multifaceted, multi-generational issues that we're not addressing. Like, per, like, I, I had talked to uh, some of the guys when we were going down there because it's not only Mexicans, it's not only Guatemalans, Hondurans, Ecuadorians, and people from Sudan and Iran. Uh, it, 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 it's people from the Middle East. And so I put it to the team like this. I said, gang, how do you think Middle Eastern cocaine tastes like? And they said, what are you talking about, EJ? So I got you. Good. All, some of the people that are coming across the border, they are from the Middle East. That nine to five, that working nine to five, having safe harbor as you go to your car and then you go home, that's what Americans know. The people that are coming here, they don't know that, okay? What they know is robbing, killing, stealing, shooting, murder, running these hits, having $5,000 for a month, paying, and then blowing it off on whatever, and then doing another quick hit. They know that. That hard, honest, decent work that, you, that we want to do, that's not what's being brought in here, okay? Because tell you what, that hard, hard work and honest work, yeah, that's back there. The people that are coming here, are not they are they're I don't want to say they're hardworking because clearly they are hardworking, but they've been they've been disenfranchised, you see. They've been essentially defanged. And if and be, and in being defanged, they've had to learn how to survive. And you don't necessarily when you're trying to learn how to survive, there's not a lot of honor and nobility and dignity in that. You're literally just trying to do what you need to do to eat your food, have a safe place to, to, to stay. 
crime is going to go up out the yin-yang when these people get here. So when I say, well, what does Middle Eastern cocaine taste like? These people from the Middle East or Saudi Arabian cocaine, people from Saudi Arabia are going to come here, mess with the Mexicans, learn that formula, and they're going to start producing that. Because what's one of the easiest ways to make money off books? Drugs. You can ask the CIA. I think one of the recent directors said it, like Pompeo. I don't know if it's Steve Pompeo, but one of the one of the directors of the CIA recently got up on mainstream media and bragged about it. He's like, there are full blown courses and stealing uh, and lying and manipulation that we were taught by the CIA. And so, if this is something, this is our country. This is where we're going. This is, this is 2019. You have people who who make a living off of killing, stealing, and shooting. Proud of it, saying, "Let's bring some more of those people in here. Let's bring more of them." But I, I bet you these people won't go work for the CIA. They won't go do these types of things. And essentially what I'm trying to tell you guys is that, it, and I, I said this in the first segment, because you have the, the Crips, the Bloods, and the Latin Kings all squashing their beef because they realize we need to stop fighting each other. What happens when the gangs from Guatemala, Honduras, and Ecuador, Sudan, and whoever else, what happens when they come here and they gang up? Because we know the history of the Crips and the Bloods and the Latin Kings. Do we know the history of ISIS? Do you know the history of, uh, of, of uh, La Raza? Do you know the history of, the, of, of who is coming here and why they are not really down to do this whole political back and forth nonsense that Americans love to do? They're not here for that, okay? <laughs> they, they are here to settle, okay? And to, to, to get, I, I think I need to, make the context for people so they understand this, bro. That's why I say the socioeconomic reformation, like, <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy. You have to understand how deep all this goes and what the ultimate agenda is. It's all for control. It's all for money. It's all for the bottom dollar. But the people that are doing these types of things they realize that that 80%, I don't know if I ever finished that whole thing, it's like 80% uh, that are brain dead, just kind of going about things, 10% that actually take the time to question what's going on and say, hey, this isn't right, somebody's controlling this. You got 5% that are actually going to do something about it, you know, make a show or do activism or get involved. And then I forget like what the other individual 1% of that 5% are but they break off into different offshoots and show you uh, how, how humanity works. You, audience, me, we're a part of that 10% of population who asked the question of, well, what's going on here? There's got to be something else happening. There's a very small percentage of us who actually want to do something about it. And whenever you, whenever you do something about it, it's a whole different mindset from passively observing things. When you, get, when you switch into that active participant from the passive observer, Something in your brain switches because, well, you don't think about yourself so much as you think about everything else in the context thereof. And that's where we are these days, is we're, we're, we're seeing the rollouts of things. And it's got to be gradual. It's got to be over time because they can't just flood all these people in here. They, they would say, shut the border down. And that's why that's happening by design. And the other aspect of that as well is to institute things like martial law in the police state. And you've heard me speak on that. That's why I'm trying to focus on what this means for the generations to come and how it's going to play out. 
you had Governor Jerry, the retired or the former governor of a uh, former governor of California, Jerry Brown, talked about how with climate change that people were going to be living in uninhabitable areas uh, that due to droughts, famine, uh, floods, unnatural disasters, you name it, people will be people. People are going to migrate from those uninhabitable areas uh, to clearly places that are more habitable that can sustain life. So when, you know, a few years ago when Barack Obama said that uh, climate change and migration are correlated and, you know, you had people on the right that were just like, ha, 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 what an idiot, who would say that? No, he's, he's actually right. He's, he's, he's a thousand percent right because these people can't live there, you see. And this is something I want you guys to think about as well, to speak on the conditions of the kids in cages, uh, human trafficking, and so much more. This is also nuts to me. This is—it's—it's also nuts that I could that we that we just talk about all this stuff so casually. The fact that these kids are in cages, and I have to say that because there's there's got to be this distinction. These kids that are in these like these these fusion centers, these site centers, these internment camps, essentially these FEMA camps, these kids that are there, you know, they get three square meals a day, Xbox, outdoor activities, uh, but they're also locked inside this facility. The true kids in cages are the children that are being trafficked. The true kids in cages are the ones that are in chains. The true kids in cages are are the kids that are in cages. And we've got to make that distinction. Because, yeah, that's a part of migration. That's a part people don't, but because people don't, but because people don't take the time to separate all these things and look at them as a whole, they just say, oh, well, kids in cages. It's, it's, It's just kids in cages. It's just people being trafficked uh and, and and for the kids that are in these, these these fusion centers these internment centers uh these fema camps right these are the, the what image of america do you think they're going to get from there i'm telling you at 15 i'm you know driving out into the desert talking to people about all some other stuff and you know i i, I at 12 i'm having all these paranormal experiences what happens when these kids who literally trek across the desert to get here to end up in a facility where they're given three square meals a day. What happens when they're released? They're going to have a whole new perspective on what they think of as America and hospitality and why it's important that they, they do these types of things and make these types of decisions for their generations that are coming afterwards. You see, they're going to vote for the state. They're going to vote for better facilities. They're going to vote for better utilities, better everything that was given to them because that's what was given to them. Nothing was given to me. I had to make this. And that's the difference. The people that are coming are being given everything. Everything. They're being given uh, toiletries, snacks, clothes, clothes. Like I said before, three square meals a day, free money, cell phones, housing. They, 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 they sound like the, the perfect candidates uh, for Bernie Sanders. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, they want free health care, free education, free housing. You see how this works? You see how they have to plant the seeds in one generation, wait for them to fertilize in another, and they'll bloom in the next. And then these, these people, all they have to do is take the time and do some trimming. Cut off the leaves that don't make sense, and bing, bang, boom, they have the plant that they, they, they have, this, this flower that they've cultivated. 
that's where we're at right now. We're at the seed level of this. The very, very seed. That's why they're introducing things like universal basic income, uh, freedom, and uh, more, essentially just money. They realize, and this is the other part of the, the argument, that nobody ever wants to touch. Yeah, sure, bring these people in. Oh, they're looking for work? Well, what about the robots, bro? Because the robots are going to sit here and they're, they're going to do all the work. What is automation? What is the fourth industrial revolution? What is the socioeconomic reformation? I'm all for immigration, but there's hardly any jobs here, my friends. Ah, unless they create jobs for the state. You see how that works? You see how that works? That's why they're coming up with all these programs. Social justice, community activism. And I'm all for it, but I'm not for the politics behind it. The politicization of it all. That's this, this what I was talking about with the Earth Day worship, where we're worshiping the Earth, worshiping creation, but not the Creator. Not recognizing the divinity within the individual. Just recognizing that, yeah, you're born, you know, you're human. You're made of these cells, you're made of these materials, but you're not really anything greater than. So we're not going to talk to you as such. I had talked about how, you know, with this 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 hardcore agenda that we see right now, uh, this pro-Earth, anti-human agenda that we really see kind of building up around us, it basically just summarizes, the whole idea is just for people to, to hate themselves. Kill yourself, it's for the planet. So you got that crazy chick AOC over there saying, hey, I don't think people should have kids. If they love Earth, stop having kids. So you got NBC News talking about, hey, look, maybe having kids is bad for the earth. They don't want to recognize the divinity, but they want to, they want to recognize the temporal, finite nature. They want to promote scarcity and austerity, not prosperity and abundance. I truly do believe that this earth is able to sustain all of life. Maybe we have to make a few changes within that life cycle, but for sure it's able to sustain us. But it won't. Uh, New York City won't be able to sustain uh, millions of people, though. So whenever these are where the policies and legislation is coming from, you're hearing that perception, not reality. You're hearing it from their angle instead of what it is. You see, that's why they're telling you the people are the problem. It's a whole, it's a whole dehumanization uh, psychological operation. It's an anti-human agenda. That's why you already have millennials having kids. Not having a It's a whole thing, man. That's what the Green New Deal is. That's okay. This is unsustainable. Everyone can't have the American dream. Uh, but now we have all these people. What are we going to do? Well, if we don't figure out a way to take care of all these impoverished people, you know, give them free money where they pay into this useless system, they're going to revolt. And then we have to come up with a new system. So let's figure out a way to pacify them. Oh, I know. Legalize the weed. Yeah. Yeah. The millennials seem to love the weed. Yes. Legalize the weeds for them. Mm-hmm. And then give them the free monies. Yeah. You see how that just stops any and all of anything we're ever going to do. Well, because we got the herb, bro. There's nothing else for us to do. So I'm telling you, it's a generational thing, a multi-generational assault on our future. And there's very few, that 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 5% of that 
of people who are actually going to do something, they're doing it. And I'm sure you're wondering, well, how does how does all this tie into uh, the, the what's going on at the border and the migration process, EJ? Well, I'm glad whoever would ask that that didn't ask that because there's no one here for to ask that other than Rob, but he's not asking questions. It ties into it because they have to lower the standards, lower the quality of living, lower our expectations, lower all of it. This is what I mean by Obama being the president to uh, bring us down to third world standards only for Donald Trump to try to lift us up and then for them to collapse capitalism. You see it happening. Yes, America is being made great, but the idea is so that they can put us on the same level field as Ecuador, as Cueva, as Honduras, as Sudan, as Iran, as Venezuela. You see. And once they have us there, then they can flood in all these other people. They can overwhelm that, that silent minority that is actually able to influence things. And now that, that silent minority literally gets taken over, lost in a sea of voices of people who all have different things. And just like that, the voices of the many outweigh the few. And I listen to both sides of the argument. But what I see happening right now is, as I said before, you better enjoy being American while you can because it's going right out the window. Right out the window. The same way you see them, like, destroying birth, trying to mess with families. Like, it, it, it's, it's fascinating to me how people can't see that there's an organized agenda to completely and radically change the fundamental nature of humanity and our, and our approach towards reality. I think I find it fascinating that people cannot see that this is an organized assault and that it is, that it is clearly ramped up in intensity since Donald Trump and it was lead, and it, and it's and it's only going to lead up to even more intensely in in 2020 and in 2021 and 2030 you have people within the illuminati new world order conspiratorial vein that say Donald Trump's going to be the last president they got like what 20 different democrats trying to run against him and what happens if he's like I don't want to do a second term you see anybody else stepping up to say I'll, I'll I'll, I'll fill those shoes. What happens when our country becomes rudderless? Donald Trump's like, I'm out. And then we got all these people that are like like ring race, you know, in, in Lord of the Rings, like ring race, uh, lusting after power, not caring who they hurt, just craving the ring because they wouldn't even know what to do with the ring. Once they got it, they would just give it over to the next person because these people have a history of abdicating their power. What happens when that's the scenario? knows and these are the types of things that i think about but i'll tell you what else i'm thinking about taking a break and when i come back i'm going to talk to you about some more stuff haven't figured it out yet maybe i have but i just wanted to peek a little bit of curiosity i don't know felt cute might podcast later i don't know <laughs> gang thank you for tuning into this segment we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to be getting into more of this maybe taking some of your phone calls who knows? We'll see. But ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction on Fellowship of Freedom, brought to you by On the Wake Up Radio. And we'll be right back right after this. Oh, hello there, team. Hello there, people. Salutations. I, uh, I figured out during the break that even though I say Ra is an engineer, I finally heard one of his songs. And 
I was debating strongly coming back into this segment freestyling because I can't. But I didn't because you're not here to hear music. You're here to hear you're here to hear speak. And I think that's a crazy thing. Um, you know, this this whole weekend you're hanging out with men that only talk about God, family, country, and just how to be a better individual and for your community. Playing for your community. And that is a powerful thing. Uh, and then to, to, to realize that I come from like a music background and I try to help people, like it's, it's, it's just, it blows my mind. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed to be like around like beautiful, creative people that all they want to do is just like help, help and build and, and do and improve. And that's a beautiful thing. I really don't know what else I'd to say to that. I tell you guys all the time that I'm honored and humbled to be here. I guess what I'm really trying to tell you is go get you some friends that inspire you. Go get you some people uh, that, 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 that help you improve you because that's what we all need. Uh, you, got, you, got, <laughs> you guys see me doing all of this, but the back-end stuff is equally as powerful, and I feel like that's why each show is becoming like more and more intensified. Uh, I've sometimes referred to the, the podcast it's like a it's like a trading card deck where like if a new guest comes on, you know, like they're a brand new deck or like or they're they're a brand new card with like their own skills and it's like, Yes, I can't wait to like work with you. Oh my gosh. That's a whole different aspect whenever you're when you're in this mix. Um and now I'm just swimming in synchronicity, swimming and beauty, swimming in opportunity. And it's because of you guys. It's because of this. It's because of the show. It's because of the work. It's because of all of it. It's like, how do you, how do you give thanks to that other than saying, glory be to God? I haven't figured it out yet. Other than that, just to say, glory be to God, and thank you for allowing me a, another day to live and another day to help people and another day to help myself and just glory be to God. And I hope, I'm triggering some Satanists that are listening because I know, I know we have them listening. I know we got pagans and Satanists, Luciferians that are listening, and they just eek whenever I say God because I've seen it. I've seen it. I have had debates with people. Oh, good Lord. I just, I don't even want to talk about it because it's just, it's too, it's something else for me. You know, people, the world is, the world, the world has always been like this, and I think that's what's crazy. But this seems to be something that we keep coming back to. Uh, when we were driving back up uh, from from Juarez, right? One of the conversations we had got onto is talking about biology, microbiology, eugenics, epigenetics, and so much more. And one of the things that we had talked about is your powerful genes, your powerful DNA, your powerful ability to literally. Like, how powerful must your genes be for you to, 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 to still be able to rebel, even after all the pills, all the alcohol, all the programming, all this nonsense? Like, how powerful must your genes be to be able to just, like, <clears throat> reactivate that? It's not primal. Reactivate whatever that essence is, that rebellion energy, because we've been doing this forever. We have been rebelling against either our creators or the control forever, because what? Humanity just wants to be free. We just want to be free. And how powerful must your genes be to fight against the 5G, to fight against the vaccines, the GMOs, the chemtrails, 
MTV, MSN, MSM, uh, CNN, Fox, MSNBC, social indoctrination. How powerful must your genes be to, 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 to speak to you, even after all that, telling you, you know what this is, you know why you were here, you, you have to do these things. How powerful would it be if you were who you were waiting for? We often hope that somebody else comes along and does the work. But I guess that's how, how I guess that cliche saying of if you want the job done right, you got to go do it yourself. And I don't, and, and, and that's why I have the podcast, the platform, and the network that we're building is because I don't have all the answers. But there are people out there that are doing things right, and we need to shine a light on that because we have the capabilities, because we have the podcast, because we have the network, because we have all the things that we have. It is our obligation to help build in the face of all this adversity. And that's what we're doing. You know, I feel like I feel like I have like a whole show sometimes planned, but I just get up here, I start ranting, get fired up and say all kinds of crazy stuff and then I'm then I'm then then, then the show's over here on Mars and I gotta try to figure out how to bring it back to Earth. And by the time I do, the show's done. Ugh. This is it, it, it gets overwhelming because you're talking about politics, spirituality, esotericism, history, uh, and the future, and so much more. And we're all living in this moment right now together, doing this type of work, existing, coexisting, and co-creating. What I'm going to be ending up doing, because I know people aren't really here to hear about all that other stuff I just said. Uh, what I'm going to be ending up doing is compiling some of the information about this trip that we recently took uh, into a non-EJ format that's better for everybody else to where you just see it, you hear it, and that's it. It'll be short. Initially, we had gone down there to get footage, like I said, of what's going on, uh, but because of how much information has been made available to us by doing so, this isn't something where I can just quickly mention it just say, hey, I went down to the border, I saw this stuff, and that's what it is. I can't say that because it's much more than that. So what we're probably going to end up doing is releasing our information in installments over time uh, because, one, I'm not patient, and two, there's a crap ton here that, that, that can't all just be digest, digested uh, in one sitting. So I think that's what we're going to probably probably – uh, be ending up doing is just not necessarily clipping things together, but compiling things, uh, phone calls, interviews, uh, my research articles and stuff like that to where it's just displayed. It's like, what do you, what, what do you say whenever I'm still telling you the same thing I'm telling you, but I'm down on the border and you can see people crossing in the background. Like, what can you say to that? Nothing. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to be, getting more interviews uh, with, with elected officials, hopefully. And I have to say that because we're going to have to come up with an anonymous message of it, it is it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, all the work that we're doing. And what's even more wild about it is we're having, there's no, there's no protocol for this. There is no protocol. There's no tutorial. I can't look up how to, you know, I can't type into YouTube real quick how to, how to do investigatory journalism. I, I can't type into YouTube 
uh, how to interview someone anonymously. Like, what, dude? We're having to create this along the way and out of necessity because there is no protocol out there for this. And on top of that, people want to talk about this stuff, but there is no outlet that gives them a, a, a that gives them the mic and say, tell them, tell them what you told me. You always got outlets out there that are trying to spin stuff. One of the one, this is one of the crazy connects that we made down there. Apparently, Breitbart uh, and uh, that that GoFundMe for that build that wall guy that raised like twenty million dollars. They're all down there. So you have Breitbart, Breitbart, uh, other mainstream media news outlets who are trying to get the scoop on this guy that's doing that 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 build the wall. And we're we're talking with them. They're connecting us with like what they know. And so I don't really even see us like as a news organization, but here we are stepping into the stepping into the fray, being given the keys, and that's why we have to do this. Is because we don't have an I, I would like to think I don't have an agenda. Who knows? I might be I don't I don't want to be playing into somebody else's agenda. I hope not. But I'm not going down there for all of this. I'm going down there to say, What the heck is going on? Tell me what you know. So now we're talking. We're talking to. We are talking to mainstream media news outlets. Uh, we're, we're talking to elected officials. We're talking to border patrol agents. Uh, we're talking to people. So I tell you, you know, I know good people. I know bad people. I just know people. I'm a people person, and this is an issue that people want to talk about, both good and bad. That's why I use the word business, because some people don't like this business. Some people actually profiteer off of this business. You got to think. The cities and the counties and the states that are involved. They're getting a slice of that money. This isn't something that's just casually going on in the background. Nope. It's a well-oiled machine, compartmentalized and just off the books. And that's why I have to be very vague in what I'm able to disclose to you guys. Who would have thought? Good God. I have to be vague about what I'm tell about all this stuff I'm doing so that it can have the maximum of effort whenever we release it. Oh, wow. So that's that's my weekend. Learning how to do, I guess, like journalism and following up on leads and doing this type of stuff. Uh, and realizing that what I, while I thought it was going to be a very simple trip, go down there, find a little section of the border, catch me some people, and that's it. It is much bigger than it's being portrayed <laughs> in the media. It is much bigger. Um, and that's why I'm telling you it's a multifaceted, multi-generational issue because there are people signing resolutions, legislation, bills, donations, grants, and all this stuff to make this a thing. I could talk to you about how George Soros is teaming, how George Soros is using money from our own State Department that was funneled to the U.N. to where he could create these little nonprofit organizations and these charity organizations to do this type of stuff. That's what it is. <laughs> it's just, but it, it, I, I, I freak out because I can see it so clearly that it's like almost scary that uh, everybody else doesn't see it. That people aren't putting the pieces together. And so then you ask yourself, well, what does this mean, EJ? Why, why is this happening? They want to control. They want control. They want control. And I was talking about this when we were driving either to or from. Who knows? I'm going to just start saying when we were driving because we did a lot of that. 
when we were driving, we had a conversation about lawlessness and anarchy because one of our most recent episodes was a lawlessness on the loose. The difference between anarchy and lawlessness is anarchy is understood. That's controlled chaos. Everybody gets what's going on. Hey, man, you come over here, I'm going to shoot you dead. That's what it is. That's anarchy. Controlled chaos. Lawlessness is where there literally is no law. We throw the books right out the window. Hey, you can kill a man, steal his shoes, and then go home to his wife. And that's what's going on in the border. Some of the people that I took down there to the border with me have actually had family members who have who, family members. They've seen people be shot up and stabbed, filleted by the cartel in their face. Family members that have been like raped by the cartel members, like all all of all the females were raped. He had to sit there and watch it. And then whatever, all of the, the women were raped. They killed them. And then they killed the husband. It's like, wow. But this is what they do. You know, say, say, say you like to play guitar, right? The cartel, they'll come through. They'll cut your hands off because they realize that you like that and that was a way for you to survive. So they'll cut your hands off. They'll leave you alive, though. Like, the people, the people organizing this, it's like, dude, you've got to understand this is, this is not simple. This is big. This is, this is a thing. We're talking, like, just, just, just last week alone, uh, we had played for you guys videos. Uh, we had posted about uh, a mother going across the border with armed human traffickers. Uh, and, you know, I don't know how many times I've played for you guys clips of people crossing the border, jumping the border. And this is, this is, this is something that's going on. Uh, and it's been going on for sure. And I, again, I can't help them because I can't hate them because they're wanting to come here for a better life. But whenever you bring those same bad habits to this life, that's dangerous because you didn't learn anything. You just perpetuated the cycle. And that's why we've got to expose this to say you cannot bring your shit here. Okay? Leave that shit at the border, essentially. Bring your culture. Yeah, bring as much as you want. But leave that bull stuff, that bull hockey, leave it at the border. And I say that because we know they're not. And that's cool. Uh, I can't wait to try uh, a hero or a falafel or whatever other delicacies they bring. I really, I really can't. But what I do worry about is the crime. That initial integration uh, time period where people will be getting to know everybody, know these different cultures, what they can and cannot say. That's what I fear. Because our country's on like a, a, a tipping point, and they just need an event. They just need one event to set it off, so that they can lock it down. And then, whenever they have everything in play, they'll they'll lift it up, and they'll have everything they need. I will be gone, and so will other people, because they will have taken us out in the time frame that they had to do everything when everything was locked down. And so I look at all of these different variables and I just, I, I see us. Okay. It's just, it's just stuff that people need to think about. So going down there was extraordinarily powerful, very insightful, very informative. And we're not even done. We're just getting started. Um, what, again, what happens when we start talking to elected officials and all these other people? I just worry because I don't want to get killed. I'm already over here talking about some crazy shit. I don't want to get killed doing what I do. But that's why you do it. That's why I do it. 
and that's why people like me do this. We run straight into this, not caring about ourselves because it's not about us. It's about my kids that aren't even born yet, your kids. If you have kids, congrats, trying to get there, and their kids. Hurry up and become a grandfather, grandmother, not a grand G or a grand or whatever the heck else these people are trying to do with, with, with all these pronouns, all this other stuff. Good God. Think about this. You think about this. They got these kids over here in America dressing up as girls, dressing up as something else. Got California schools telling them that, that, that the pedophilia is a sexual orientation, essentially preparing them to get molested by their teacher. And then children from other countries are coming here ready to work. See how that works? They got kids in the U.K. Uh, and in Boston practicing meditation. But in generally in America, they got us over here apparently trying to diddle children. But other kids from other countries are coming here already experiencing so much trauma that they're ready to not experience that ever again. So they're down to work. And that's what's going to happen. You're going to have people that are coming ready to get the job done who have already experienced hardship, adversity, trauma, and so much more, and they, they're living that American dream, okay? Let's keep that a 1,000. They're doing what your forefathers did, my forefathers, your, whoever's a settler, right? Whoever decided to go out someplace and carve out some land for them, that's what they're doing. They're saying, you know what? This place, is, it's uninhabitable. It's unsustainable. I can't move here. I can't, I can't grow here. I have to find a better place to live. America all of his problems seems like the best bet and then I can go from there but you see Americans don't realize all this opportunity we have man we are the golden goose we we have such good stuff going on here and that's why everybody just loves to screw us over because we don't care we don't we don't know I, I I was talking about how the the mindset that's being propagated today is the typical 90s, early 2000s emo punk kid where they're flipping their hair to the side, dude, and they're just saying uh, their mom has, like, ruined their life, bro. Mom and dad, you're ruining my life, dude. That's the mentality that's being put out there right now. America, you're ruining my life, dude. It's like, all right, boy, go ahead, go do something else then. Get the fuck out of here. It's like, no, they won't, though. What happened to all those people that said they were going to leave the country? I, I hear you. It's this whole, oh, God, you're, uh, I hate myself. Uh, I hate everyone. Everybody else sucks. I'm so cool. It's that mindset is being put out there to people, out there to everybody else, to where apparently, because I'm not down to let pedophiles read to my child, I'm the problem. Because my child's a boy, I'm going to say, what's going on, boy? What are you doing, son? I, I apparently have, like, a mental illness because I, I recognize that, hey, my, my son, right, is a boy because that's what the biological definition is. It, it's this, it's, we have some crazy stuff going on here. You have people from all over the world who, are recognized, who recognize that America is going through some weird schism where we're essentially losing our mind. And other people are like, hey, that's great. America, you don't want to work? I'll work. And then they'll swoop in here do all the work, and then within a few years, if they're smart about it, they'll get out before the machines come. And Americans will be either A, maintenance working, taking part in working, taking part in universal basic income, or just playing video games. So 
but really not doing anything else than what we're doing now. It's a crazy thing to think about the future. It's a crazy thing to think about that right now is the most beautiful moment of your life. It truly is the best of times and the worst of times. Truly. You guys may have... I probably should have thrown out the call-in number. Because I said we were going to take calls. How much time do we have left? I'm going to throw out the call-in number. Uh, and then I'm going to speak on this. And you guys are more than welcome to call in uh, and speak on anything else I had said uh, throughout the entirety of this transmission. But if you guys want to go ahead and call in with your questions, you can do so at 646 547 1305. That number again is 646 547 Call in with your questions. I'd love to hear you guys. Go ahead and save that number too. Um, and we're going to figure out another method too for people to call in with questions and send questions because we're changing systems. We're growing. That's what happens. Um, so yeah, go ahead and call in with questions if you guys have them. But I want to speak about this, 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 this other aspect of uh, everything we see going on because it is the best of times and the worst of times. I want to speak on that. You guys may have heard me talk about how we are living in the new intellectual dark age and how I, we are living in the new intellectual dark age, but that's the beautiful part about it is this is also the new renaissance. They're taking down pages, removing content. You're eventually going to have like forbidden information to where books are essentially contraband and they're, and they're banned where songs are considered like illegal it's a culture war that's part of the the intellectual dark age where they they control what you see what you hear what you perceive and ultimately control your overall potential and output i look at the renaissance as the only thing that's going to get us through this we have literally got to innovate innovate our way out of these problems we have created such a something else for we have created such a problem so we've created something here to where if we don't start thinking of better solutions we're going to eventually going to nitpick our way into jail nitpick our way into a prison lifestyle nitpick our way into where we literally are just robot drones going from one thing into the next and we can't even move we've got to start promoting the renaissance art music culture language books creating and we've 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 you know, us now us, they're taking information and telling us, you will only speak in this term. You will be politically correct. No, you are not allowed to create music. You're not allowed to create memes. You're not allowed to create videos. You're not allowed to create works of art. You're not allowed to do any of these things that have a message. That's what we have to do. We have got to, we, we've got to start learning how to not only highlight achievements, uh, but also acknowledge any of the progress that we do make. This is why I don't necessarily bash the New Age community, that New Age spirituality movement, much, because they are, they're, they're pointing people in the direction of getting those keys that they need to liberate themselves and others. While some of it's all, a lot of it's all love, light, and positivity, and never really getting down to the bottom of things, uh, it's still good because it empowers the individual and allows for them to understand that they have been disenfranchised from that power we've got to get back we really do 
Um, that's why I tell you guys go out there in nature. That's why I tell you go out there, go pray, go meditate, go find some time for you. Because in this 24-7 automated world, there is none. That's what we were talking about with Rob in just our last episode, how they are removing choice, removing the ability to affect things, pacifying you, thinking that your only ability to affect change is typing in 140 characters. That's not how it works, man. Physical action. Oh, physical action is so like. This is why you all pay attention to viral videos. This is just some some jerk off doing simple stuff, being funny. Physical action has so many benefits, so many dimensions, and so many beautiful things tied into it. But that's where we have to act. That's why we have to do it. We have to create in the three-dimensional world so that it can be displayed in the digital world and then at the same time planned out and manifested in that fourth-dimensional uh, time frame. Like there's, there's, there's so much to us that I, 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 I guess I get overwhelmed because it's just like, how, how, how have we gotten to this point? How have we gotten to this point to where uh, the sanctity of marriage between a man and a woman is just like ostracized? To where, to where I saw this just the other day, to where uh, schools in California are comparing fetuses to, to, to cancer. Because, oh, like, how have we gotten there? How have we gotten to a point to where we are literally listening to everyone else tell us what our own biological functions are? How, how have we gotten to a point to where we don't even trust what we see in front of our face? How have we gotten to a point to where we don't even know what to believe? How have we gotten to that? They've removed all of these things from us. And it feels like it happened just like that. Boom, just, boom, took it. Took it, just like that, boom. You don't, you don't need morals or guidance. That's the society that's being put out there. All you need is government. Government is your God. No, don't go sit outside, pray to the Most High, and try to find direction in your life. Go see what Donald Trump tweeted. No, you don't. You 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 don't need to meditate. What you need to do is medicate. This is the society that we're promoting, or that they're promoting, not me. I ain't promoting that shit. They're promoting that. That's a death cult. That's a world that's designed to kill you and keep you entrained, enchained, and enslaved. All I'm offering to you, like Morpheus in the Matrix, is the red or the blue pill. But if you take that, what, what is it? Is it the red? Rock. I don't know if you're there, but Roth, is it the red pill or the is it the red pill or the blue pill that that gets you into the matrix? Oh, no, you're right. You're right. We need to get so then we need to start red pilling. What do you think uh what do you think about black pilling? Have you have you heard that tossed around lately? I think that's what we do over here all the time, but yeah, 
to, to, to get back to point, uh, that's it. Oh, it does, right? Black pill people. It's just like, what is that? Is that, uh, is, is that your soul? Well, I'm just trying to have you have an out-of-body experience all the time. <laughs> you, you don't want the DMT? Oh, wow. Okay. Well, then we'll save that conversation for another day. <laughs> but that, that's all we're doing with this type of work is offering the audience, you, the listeners, the, the opportunity to choose whether or not you want the red pill or the blue pill. I'm just eating Skittles trying to figure out <laughs> what's going to happen. What's going to happen? We start mixing all these things. That's why we got down to the – that's why I asked, have you heard of black pilling? Uh, because I feel like that's, that's where we're at now. It's like once you get down that rabbit hole, because you'll never get out of the bottom of it, you, you, you just start to see it. Then you become it. Then you are the pill. Then you become that Morpheus for everybody else. And I truly believe like that's where we're at right now. Uh, and people need this. People need to be shaked to their core. Not scared, but shook. Rattled. Gyrated. <laughs> out of their out of their, 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 their trance. Because they're gonna wake up one day. Maybe coming back from Burning Man, Fire Festival, EDC. They're gonna wake up one day and they're gonna say, What happened to this? What happened to us? I, I can tell you what happened to you. Or better yet, what happened to us? We all started to take, you know, because we're talking, since we're talking about pills, we all started to take ecstasy. We all started to take Molly. We all started to take the DMT, even though that's not a pill. We all decided to take the ayahuasca. And I've spoken on this before because these are sacred medicines and sacred herbs. Uh, that are actually designed to give you that transcendental experience. It doesn't, it doesn't uh, transfer very well here in America where you have a lot of people doing superficial shit to seem cute and cool. You can't be having these transcendental experiences whatever you're just like screaming at something, someone else. You're supposed to be having these like, oh, but hey, to yourself, but hey, you know what America loves to do? Loves to distort and manipulate Speaking of which, I kind of want to leave. I want to kind of close out the episode talking about this. We got some time, but I want to cover cover this thing that I don't talk about. You know, uh, right here. Now the end begins. This is by Jeffrey Crowder. We put this up April 25th. It says, Power of Darkness. The Satanic Temple is now officially recognized as a exempt status from the tax exempt status from the Internal Revenue Service. Now, before I get into this article... I'm talking about the intellectual, or the, the, the new intellectual dark age, the Renaissance, uh, the, migra- the, the, the migration process, um, the, the, the resettlement and the transportation process, how all this stuff ties in. This is a crazy episode, I know for sure, but you got to forgive me, gang, because I'm just coming back from doing way too much or doing just, an, uh, uh, forgive me, that's all I'm saying. I'm trying to paint a, a, a very very vague picture, very broad picture, so you guys get a, 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 a good overview of everything that's going on. Um, there's an energy that's being put out there, right? Like all this weekend, I was talking about just being a better man, developing that sense to get closer to God, 
uh, how you protect your family, homesteading, ranching, um, just being a better man, period, and just trying to uplift people. And I've told you this on the time on on the on the show all the time, team, about whenever I first started doing this, how initially I didn't feel like it was me that was speaking. Like EJ, I didn't think this was me saying these things. I had felt like somebody kicked EJ out temporarily. I opened my mouth physically, and then all this stuff that you see that you that you all hear now, that you're used to now. This was coming out of me four or five years ago. I'm on the stage trying to talk about girls and doing all this other nonsense, but people don't care about the truth. But what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to tell you guys is this is, this is a real thing. It's a real spiritual battle. It is real spiritual warfare. Like there are forces working behind people. Like what kind of, who in their right mind would tell you that you're not allowed to have children other than the devil? Who in your right mind would want to have post-birth abortions who in their right mind would want to like shoot a child up with chemical cocktails this isn't that god doesn't do that god says hey look i gave you your immune system you're good bro go out there go get sick you'll be all right god's like hey look i gave you genitalia you'll be all right go out there go get it go get it done God's like, hey, look, I made you a man, made you a woman. Y'all going to be all right. Go out there. Go do the work. Who in their right mind says stop having kids? And the ones that have kids, we're going to shoot them up with vaccines. And then if they don't get brain damage from that, when they go to school, we're going to tell them that they're a girl and a boy, if they're a girl if they're a boy, and they're a boy if they're a girl. Who in their what? What? That's the spirit of evil. That's the spirit of, that's the spirit of darkness. That's the power of darkness. That's the wickedness. That's the devil. Let me get into this article. Because it ties into that. And if you don't think that this stuff is tied into it, I don't know what else to tell you. I literally don't. I try to use a lot of the words and the articles and go over stuff. Yeah, 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 for sure. At the end of the day, this is evil that we're going up against. We're talking about human trafficking, child sex brides, trying to give better life to children. You got you to gotta pay attention to this type of stuff. People don't, though. It's an easy slip up. It's an easy slip up if you don't take the time to realize how if you're if you if you're automatically going if the world is moving around you you're probably standing still you're not doing things to make your life better oh man or, or, or any other people's let me get into this article because uh, I, I guess I do I get fired up talking about freedom liberty country America and the future because this is all I care about. Let me get into this article. It says the Satanic Temple has been officially recognized as a church by the Internal Revenue Service three months after taking Sundance by storm as the subject of the documentary, Hail Satan? With a question mark? Well, we have now lived long enough in these end times to see Satanism in general and the Satanic Temple in particular rise to the forefront of our culture. They have been given tax exempt status by the IRS and officially recognized as a church. I find that so synchronistic and crazy because just a few episodes ago I had talked about how they allowed Satanism to be taught in school with things like after school Satan um, and all the satanic temples that they had established. They allowed that to go on because it was a philosophy and not a church. So for this to happen, that's just more of it. 
it just shows that no, you, you and, I've, and I've said this on this show particularly about how the how the Satanists need to have their First Amendment right. Yeah, for sure, I totally agree. But that's politics, and you're politicking with the devil. So don't be surprised whenever he transports your ass to hell. And that's what this is. Okay, I've not done a lot of occult worlds that's spoken on our occult world series because you can see it now. You can see it. The witches that bind Trump, hashtag magic resistance, all of it. It's out there. They are becoming more militant and more organized than the forces of good. That's why I feel, to be honest, I feel like that's why they put that New Age movement out there. It's just so they could have something to say, oh, look at these good people doing things. They're not doing anything. They're not doing anything. The Satanic Temple is over here. Tearing down the Ten Commandments, erecting Baphomet statues, getting into parliament or getting in the uh, going uh, go to city council meetings, holding incantations, recruiting. They are recruiting. Their numbers are going up. Oh my! And, and and I look at this, and people say, "Oh, well, it's it's not that big of a deal." Half of the half of our entire generation is atheistic, and you know what they say about that? You scratch an atheist, you'll get a Satanist. These people don't. I'm talking about divinity, getting closer to God, understanding your spirituality, understanding your multidimensional nature. You can't talk divinity and spirituality with these people. You can talk philosophy because that's how it works, incepting the mind. And that's how it is. Oh, my gosh. Let me let me let me get back into this. This article. They have been given tax-exempt status by the IRS and officially recognized as a church. And guess what? Things are only going to continue to heating up and getting worse. Why? Because we are the generation who will live to see the rapture of the church. It will take place just prior... Oh, let me get this. Of course. Of course, man. I just can't catch a break. Can't catch a break. This is obviously tripping on me, so give me two extra seconds, gang. Tax-exempt status by the Satanic Temple. Good grief. Where are we going? And now this article is jumping all over the place. Great. Finally. Why? Because we are the generation who will live to see the rapture of the church that will take place just prior to the start of the time of Jacob's troubles. That's why. But this is your hour and the power of darkness. This was said in Luke chapter two, chapter twenty-two, verse fifty-three, and this is just—it it blows my mind. It says our apostle Paul tells us in Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse three, that there are two things necessary for the pre-tribulation rapture to be triggered. First thing is that the great falling away must happen. That is to say, a falling away of the church from teaching and preaching the truth of the Bible. One only need to look around at the professing Christian church to see that that is already happening. And personally, I don't think we're going to be raptured out of here. I don't think people are going to be raptured out of here. I think they'll stage like a, a, a false flag alien uh, alien agenda, you know, where they just send down beams and pick up people. But I don't think people are going to be raptured out of here. And this falling away, this is talked about in the Bible. It's the falling away from the church. Look at Pope Francis. This man is not helping people get closer to God. He's helping people be closer to political correctness, promoting the most dangerous religion of statism. A blind authoritarian belief. 
the Pope. Franken Pope? Yeah, this guy's an antichrist, my dude. This guy is not he's not he's not he's not preaching the truth of the Bible. And I forget what the name of the black pope is. Um not skin tone black, like, you know, the hidden pope, the real pope. I forget what his name is. But these are these people, they're pushing the an agenda. You can see it. They're collapsing religion. Like this is I had to just last week I wanted to, yeah, just last week, whenever we were talking about worshiping the earth and religion, I had gone back and found some of the notes that I did uh, on a on a previous transmission, a little uh, minicast that I did, where we were talking about rethinking religion. You guys can go find that minicast in the article episode with the questionnaire that we had asked. Uh, and in that one, I actually asked you, you know, what do you guys think about religion? Uh, what, what do you guys think about religion? What's going to happen when all these pedogate scandals come out, when people leave the church? Like, what, what's going to happen when they remove religion? They're just going to supplant it with earth worship. You see, that's why, that's, that's why a lot of the environmentalists use the rainbow. But who else uses the rainbow? The LGBTQP community, you see. And I actually talked about that in the episode, how the LGBT. QP, they will be the new priests of this earth of this earth worship, where we're all just animals. Oh, we're all just mammals, so we can all have sex because we're all just creatures. We're not divine humans. You see, we're just beasts. You see how that gradually works, and I don't think that we're gonna we're not gonna understand it in its entirety until it's run up on us the same way all this other stuff has. And is continuing too. They're collapsing the church. Uh, that that spiritual famine that's real. I don't talk about my relationship with God over here on the show because I I keep trying to illustrate to you guys. You need one to get through this. You need a deeper relationship with yourself and a deeper relationship with God. And I know people don't want to hear that. Sorry, I said it. Not really, because that's just how I feel. Oh, or do you or do you need more followers? Or do you need more people to pay attention? No, you don't need those things. What you need is yourself, and you need to get yourself straight, because this is not going away. And if you don't have a deeper connection to God, you are going to be lost. If you have, and, and that's okay. That's fine. If you don't have a religion, if you don't have spiritual practices, I'm sure you're a very stubborn and you know heady, head, headstrong person. But you don't have to be. And the reason that I, I, as as physically and corporeal as I get worked up and get nervous about this stuff, spiritually, I have never been at any more of a peace. Yes, I'm fired up, but it's because I trust in that faith. I trust in God. I trust in him to allow for me to have a way to help me find that path, even if I can't see it. I'm not meant to understand it. I'm meant to do it. Or it's not us. That are meant to understand these things. That's why I tell you all the time. It says this in the Bible as well. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spirits. About, uh, uh, but instead against uh, principalities and rulers in high places. This is where we're at. These rulers in high places. <laughs> Who would tell you not to have kids? Well, while not having kids of their own, and then flipping that to say, well. 
go ahead and take somebody else's kid. Don't have kids, take somebody else's. And then when you get that somebody else's kid, give them all kinds of shots and mess with their body and do all kinds of extra stuff, and then you can be a great parent because that's what we would do. Who says these things? And people don't realize that they're getting radicalized by, by they're getting radicalized in a nature that is that has such long-term effects. Like the idea of teaching a middle school class connecting fetuses to cancers forever. Those kids are going to con- make that connection. They're forever going to think fetus equals cancer unless somebody else comes through in their life and teaches them that no a fetus isn't related to cancer. It's not parasitic. Who would tell you that? Who would tell you that life, growing inside of life, is parasitic? Other than evil. Other than the devil. Other than what is wicked. But you see, let me get back into this article right here. That's how it works. That's how the devil does his business. He's got to work in deception. He's got to work in manipulation of the truth. Can't tell you outright, yeah, I'm going to kill you, because you're going to be on guard. He's got to kill you in a lovingly way. He's got to do it to where you actually want it. That's what the phone is. You bit that apple. What are you going to do with the knowledge of, it, of good and evil? That's all this is, gang. We're literally talking about that great war, that great game. And there are, and this is the beautiful, this is the crazy and beautiful part about it. We are living in prophetic times. I don't want to say we're living in end times because that sounds like this sounds hardcore Christian, and I don't. It sounds hardcore Christian and a fear mongering. I don't want to say that because I feel like you know, there's God. There's other times outside of the end times. That's how it's always is. It's always cyclical. But we are living in prophetic times. Some of this was talked about in the Bible. Some of this was talked about in other archaeological texts. And you can go look at this, look this stuff up, figure out the age that we are in. And I want to say this too, talking about earth, earth worship and where they're taking us. Look at things like the Georgia Guidestones. Like, they're telling you what they're doing. And yet people refuse to believe it. That 80% of brain-dead sheep that could care less Acting like, oh, I know what it is, dude. It's okay. I'm, I'm all right. Yeah, okay. Just take your shots. Get your Starbucks. Shut up. You'll be all right. You know, just go over there. Sit sit in your cubicle. You'll be okay. Just, you know, quiet now. Listen listen to uh, Anderson Cooper. Listen to all the CNN. Listen to Fox. Just, you got it. You, you are, you're on to something. You keep following all these people, you're going straight to the top. But that's the mindset that's being promoted now. Be a follower, not a leader. That's it. Be a victim, not a victor. That's all. And where do you think this spawns from? The base energy of it. Not divinity. I'll tell you that. Divinity will fire you up the same way it has me. Divinity will have you doing all kinds of stuff. Divinity will have you creating art just because you want people to feel love. Divinity will have you hugging homeless people that don't smell bad. Divinity will have you bringing food, giving food to people. Divinity will have you recognizing divinity in others. Wickedness. Wickedness is going to, yeah, it's going to recognize divinity as something that it can manipulate because it knows what, what is good. Right thing. Right thing. And then if it can fake doing the right thing, they can have good kill itself. 
But that's what's evil. That's what's parasitic. That's the devil because the devil can't create or destroy. All he can do is manipulate and distort. And these people within these positions of power only have that because we've given them to them. And you need people like me to say these people have no power over you. And you know this. And it's about time we start taking it back. And it starts within. And we got to wake up. Wake ourselves up. We wake up other people. We do the work. That's what's going to happen. You want the change? You have to be the change. You have to be ready to sacrifice that old life because it's going to cost you that new one. You have to be willing to grow. That's just it. And trust in the... Tr I don't want to sound like QAnon saying trust in the plan. That sounds like some cult stuff. But trust in God. You guys may have heard... I, I'll say this and I'll start to wrap this up for you. You may have heard me talk about this whenever I was speaking about the Mindfulness New Mexico Conference of, Leadership Conference of 2019 that I went to, where I began to panic whenever they were doing that group meditation because, you know, I get fired up, period. And me so slowing down turning off surrendering and that was the word that i walked away with that event uh from that event with surrendering to that higher calling it's going to be hard because you're, because you're going to fight it and for for the for our audience I'll, i guess i'll just like replay you know the experience that i went through i went through this group meditation uh on the first on the first day it was my first ever group meditation you know i'm sitting here uh, room full of people, man. Men, black, white, brown, Asian, you name it. Um, room full of people. And they begin to speak in this, this dialect to get us into like a pacified trance, right? I notice that the door closes. I notice they lock the door. I notice the, the energy's trapped in. The room gets warmer. I notice people beginning to put their hands on their knees and close their eyes and relax their bodies. I begin to notice that the breathing in the room not necessarily becomes synchronized, but it becomes like harmonized. I don't even know what you would say. It Like people are breathing heavier, but in a weirder way. And here I am, me being me, curious about all this, like what the heck's going on? I can't run now. I'm here. I begin to panic. Because I have to slow down, because I have to calm down, because I have to join in this. I can't observe this. You have to be there. You have to immerse yourself. I begin to panic. You know, my heart starts to race. I'm looking around. I get angry. I don't know why I'm angry, but I'm, 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 I'm getting worked up when people are chilling out. And so it got to a point to where I'm literally fighting with who I think I am and then who I remember I am that I am just a soul in the sea, in this ocean, and that, the, and that we are all seeking peace and tranquility and harmony. And so I had to surrender to that. I had to surrender, uh, stay vigilant, EJ, to surrender to that higher calling because there's something here for you. And as much as you're fighting it, you're the only one that's doing that. There's something here for you. And if you keep fighting it, it's not going to reveal itself. And if it does, you probably won't be able to receive it. And so I want to leave that with you, gang. When you step into this type of work, when you surrender to that higher calling and you begin to remember who you are and discover who you're becoming, that's a powerful thing. And everything that we are up against is to do that. You are meant to go through adversity 
to define yourself. Iron sharpens iron, and that's all we're doing. However, that's all I really have for you guys. I want to say thank you for tuning in to this powerful episode uh, brought to you by On The Wake Up Radio, our amazing team that's putting all this together. Uh, thank you guys for being here. I wish I could have had some of the guests on, or some of the some of the team on, uh, to do the digest of the information, but the boys are just tired from all the work, and I get that. But don't you worry. We'll still get it out there because that's our job, to inform you and to do this work. Like I tell you all the time, what is the, there is no other blessing, no other higher calling for me than to do this and to be in, in your life this way. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for allowing me to do so, and thank you for taking the time out of your day to share this with me. However, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noisera, Freedom Faction, out. Imperial Media Collective. Cindy Ashley 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 Ashley